everybody. Welcome into a Baylor women's fall sports update. This is Jack McKenzie here with Faith Lynch, a Baylor volleyball player, and we are going to get into the latest on Baylor volleyball and Baylor soccer here in the next, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, however long we go. Yeah. And uh, we'll just kind of dive right in. Do you want to start with uh, me asking you about volleyball or are you asking me about soccer? Uh, yeah, warm me up. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with volleyball. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so... Just how's the team been doing overall? I know y'all are what six and four. You have you've played a lot of ranked matchups. How's the season been going so far? Yeah, um, it's been good. You know, like we're right now we're zero zero going back to starting conference on Saturday. Um, you know, we're a young team, and so we don't have any seniors. And so I think the expectations for our team this year, outside looking in, are pretty low. Uh, we're eighteen right now in the country, a third in Big Twelve. Um, I'm proud of us. You know, we've definitely stubbed our toe a couple times on teams like Minnesota, Wisconsin, that after we're looking at the game, we're like, probably could have won those. If we change a few things here, a few things there. But those are really good teams. Very good teams. Um, but we are obviously going to keep our standards high and we're going for a natty this year, just like everyone else. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, lost against SMU really stung five sets, you know, which is very up and down right now. Um, but after our win last night against SFA, like it was good, clean volleyball practices look great this week. Um, I'm excited heading into conference and um, yeah, I'm just really proud of us not having any seniors of being able to lean on each other with leadership and just really pouring into one another this season. Yeah. Last year it felt like y'all were already kind of a young team. Like Avery Carlson was a freshman, mm -hmm. Allie check, Riley Simpson, just to name a few. Now they're sophomores, but y'all have gotten even younger. Y'all brought in more freshmen. Uh, could you, Maybe talk a little bit about the like standout freshmen and maybe how some of those sophomores have taken that next year and that next level. Yeah, it's been really awesome to see these girls just like really buy into the program and be excited. Um, Kendall Stowers is awesome. You know, she came in a semester early, uh, did really well in spring ball. And then for her to basically have the starting six star position as a freshman, like that's pretty cool. Um, I feel like she kind of plays like Yossi in that way of like really? kind of has the same that, That's tendencies. a big name to throw around. It is for sure. Um, I think just their body language, honestly, personalities too are kind of similar. So that's really fun to see, to play one year with Yossi and see that with Kendall. Um, super proud of Ali Chet coming in, still staying consistent on that right side, um, bringing definitely some leadership aspects to our team uh, that, you know, as a freshman with the class that she came in, uh, maybe not as like adamant about so this year it's really cool to see her grow in that area um Ava Carlson you're running the show she's doing great love her um has become more vocal this year yeah which she is very more quiet in personality and so it's been really awesome to see her just vocally like take on that role as a setter uh, that quarterback role if you would um in our sport and that's been really fun uh Lex Alexis DaCosta has been doing great uh we called the DS Liberos Ninjas. So I'm part of the Ninja Squad. So the Ninjas are doing great, uh, holding on the fort uh, and the passing and so received. So it's been, yeah, super proud of that freshman sophomore class. So what would you say maybe the strengths of this team are? Yeah, I think we have in my class a lot of girls that have been on this team for a long time and know the ways of Baylor volleyball and know the expectations of what's supposed to happen and how things are supposed to look like. Um, and we're able to like verbalize that into this younger class. And we're a very eager to learn group of volleyball players. We are constantly challenging ourselves, keeping the standards high. Um, again, the no senior things, it's it kind of rubs us the wrong way, but it is true. There are no seniors. So for us to really defy all odds of 
owning that leadership, owning the team culture, owning everything that's off the court, um, classes, just being good people on and off um, is something that we're really owning this year and just um, trying to continue the great Baylor volleyball legacy. So yeah, really proud of our team of just, even when we did stub our toes early in um, preseason that uh, we were able to flip it around like the next game. So yeah. that's really cool to see. So maybe kind of flip that. What have some of the bigger, I don't know, challenges or question marks been for the team? Yeah. Um, I think question marks of like having obviously these freshmen come in and it's like, ooh, college volleyball. I mean, I remember my first day of practice as a freshman. I was like, I need a helmet because these girls are <laughs> hitting hard. Things are going everywhere. Like it's just the speed of volleyball is drastically yeah. different than uh, high school and club. And for these girls just to really flip that switch really fast has been really cool to see. So definitely think for the freshmen to look at college volleyball and go, ooh, okay, I got to really buy in and really got to learn fast. Like the speed of learning is definitely a competitive advantage in our gym. Uh, I know Coach Mack talks about that like all the time. I feel like I'm yeah. him right now when I've he says I've that. I've definitely heard him talk about speed yeah. of learning a couple times at pressers. Yeah, that's definitely um, I think an advantage that this freshman class has that is really – just like awesome. And they're just really willing to learn and to get ready. And, um, yeah. It, but also again, like that's a downside, you know, they haven't seen a lot of division one volleyball. So in games like Minnesota, Wisconsin, it's the environment, it's like the crowds going crazy and it's noises and pregame routines. And so they're just finding their footing and things like that. What's kind of like the vibe of the team. Are y'all like really loud and rambunctious or stuff like that? Yeah. Um, honestly, this is the closest I think I've been with this team um even in day one and double days like I obviously wasn't there this summer and so I was like okay like how is that gonna yeah, go you were out in, at Nike in Oregon yeah I was like internship of a lifetime it was awesome um but definitely I was like okay wonder what like the team vibe is team chemistry what's going on and we truly are all best friends like super close-knit I don't know if it's because we're closer in age and there's just that helps um we just talk about the same things <laughs> um but we're all like hilarious uh some yeah i i mean i think we're hilarious i'm always having a good time i'm always laughing uh we're having all kinds of fun on the sideline doing cheers and the whole thing um we as a team are really buying into making our position groups better so i think that's been really awesome too of like our little ninja group is like we're all super close we took personality test uh during the summer and it's like lion beaver otter I can't remember another one, but in our, yeah, yes, a very Coach Mac. <laughs> um, in our, our ninja position group, we have all four different personalities. Oh, wow. So it's been really fun to see how we bounce off of each other and encourage each other and um, are able to encourage each other in different ways of when we need. So this team really, we understand each other as people and are able to cater towards each other in difficult times and in good times, which has been really cool to watch. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, so you're about to start conference play, like yes. pretty much all the teams here in fall sports. Mm -hmm. What kind of are the goals for y'all heading into conference play? And you've got some new competition. BYU is a pretty pretty good program. They're up there. I think they're number 10 right now. Mm -hmm. um, what's that like as y'all head into that? Yeah, I think for us, it's honestly exciting. You know, like uh, not to sound arrogant or anything, but in the Big 12 for the past couple of years, it's been us in Texas, you know? And so I think it's just exciting to see like, ooh, we get some really good competitive volleyball. Um, we get to play throughout the season, like uh, to go and play in gyms like BYU. I mean, I've heard it's crazy. You know, I've heard the environment's wild. Yeah. The, we've been watching film, obviously, and just seeing their stands like packed. Um, I'm excited. I mean, this is... This was my dream to play college volleyball. So to be able to play in those environments is really exciting. 
Um, but I think it's just really cool of even like the small things people don't talk about, like the travel of it, like the going to different areas, um, with all the conference realignments, it's been really cool just to see the like volleyball schools that are being added and even like, um, everyone's so focused on football, but it's like the volleyball conference is getting pretty cool. Like it's getting really competitive. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited about that. And then kind of like, what are the team goals if you had to say yeah. for, for this season? Um, I mean, obviously winning conference, like that's always the goal, uh, to be able to beat Texas on their way out. Like that would be the icing on the cake. Um, but we want to be able to host in the tournament. So staying a top 16 seed, um, is obviously a goal to host those first two rounds, um, to be a top eight would be great as well. Um, yeah, we just want to keep the standard tie as always. So at Texas, do you, you do you guys play at Texas this year? Twice. And uh, out at BYU, mm-hmm. what are the other toughest matchups or maybe matchups you're most excited for? Yeah, um, right after BYU, we head to Iowa State. So I'm really excited about that. Um, stubbed our toe there last year, which was really unfortunate. Um, and so I think we're just kind of ready to go back to that environment and just kind of take it over and set that tone again. Um, Kansas is always great, too. So excited to play them. Um, another crazy place to play they have their own volleyball gym so that's always fun um but yeah um I guess one of my last questions would be what makes this year's team different from last year's team not not just the people but like what is the difference you see yeah I think um hmm I mean, yes, the people for sure, like difference in personality. Like we have Manuela, who is a transfer from JUCO, and so she brings her own Cameroon personality. And um, we really just all understand each other, and we're just really best friends on and off the court, which I think is the best um, in situations like this with things changing so fast, of conference changing, and um, we don't have any seniors and that whole thing. I think I'm just really excited about our team chemistry and um, our staff. Our staff is amazing. Um, Jorge is our new assistant. Um, They just pour into us so well and love each other. And we just really are all on the same page, Um, which I think is not always the um, everywhere at other programs when it's this competitive um, in preseason and going into conference. So yeah, I'm just, I'm really proud of the progress that we've been able to make from double days to now, like truly every single day we're getting better. And it's really awesome to see that progress so fast um, with this team. So yeah, to be able to go and play with your best friends every single day at practice, I don't think a lot of people can say that. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I nearly glossed over it, but uh, the schedule format has changed for y'all now yeah. that the conference has grown. What, how, what does it change to and, and how does that affect y'all? Yeah, um, if you hear Coach Mack talk about it, he's not the biggest fan of the format, which is so fair. Um, yeah, it's definitely different to, like, we play Texas there back-to-back, um, and that's different. So there are a lot of back-to-backs in this new format? Yeah, a lot of back-to-backs. Um, and, like, we won't play Texas at home yeah. this year, which is different. Uh, it's always nice to get them here with our home crowd. Um, but it's just, like, in our training of, okay, look, like, we're going to have a really hard practice Thursday and a really hard practice Friday, and that's just – how it's going to have to go because that's how we need it to be for conference. Um, so it's just in our training, just making it so similar in practice the way it's going to be on games. Um, it's really big in our gym. We're talking about mental reset of, okay, like you stub your toe at Minnesota, but we got to play Wisconsin, you know, the next day or vice versa. Um, so just really mentally resetting of there's 16 seconds in between a volleyball play. And so how fast can you switch your mentality in those 16 seconds? And that's what we're going to try to do for conference this year. And 
Do you play any teams both home and away, or is it all you either go there or they come here? I think it's either um, uh, – honestly, I don't know. I'm a very – on a week-to-week, whatever's in teamworks on that yeah. week. Um, it's just the game in front of you, right? Yeah, just the game in front of me. It's really all we're focused on. Um, yeah, so BYU, we're there. We play them once, and then we go to Iowa State. Um, I think we get TCU at home. Not sure. But I don't think it's it. I, there may be a couple teams that it's their away, their yeah, away. You get TCU at home. Okay. Um, I don't think there are any that you visit and they come here. I think there are yeah. a few one-offs towards the end of the schedule. Okay. There's a one. Yeah. There are a few one-offs at the end. You've got Tech and OU is a one-off in the middle. Yeah. Okay. And then West Virginia and Houston is one-offs at the end. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely – it's kind of weird not to be able to play a team twice, you know, so especially – honestly fortunate that we get to play Texas twice, um, obviously for RPI reasons, but, again, for um, just staying good for postseason as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to play Houston this year. I'm from Houston, so to be able to play teams like that is – I'm excited. Yeah, that should be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about all I have on volleyball. People should okay. definitely go out, go to the Farrell Center – Come out and watch y'all because y'all should be a fun, exciting team to watch. And volleyball overall is just a fun sport to watch. Yeah, we have a good time. And honestly, I feel like it's really fun. Like this year, we kind of have like a student section. Like yeah. we got some people. We kind of pull an older crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but we love them. They're awesome. But yeah, please, please, please come to games. I mean, I love volleyball and we have a good time. So awesome. yes. Okay, soccer questions. Yes. So let's get, let's get to my favorite Jack's, sport. Jack's ready. <laughs> so, Not actually my favorite sport, but one of my favorites to cover here at Baylor. <laughs> I love it. Um, so how are they doing so far? How did non-conference go? I know they won this week. What's telling them? Tell us all the things. So they're 5-3-1. and one. Uh, They have played one conference game already. They lost to Texas in the conference opener. Uh, number 16, Texas. They're a very good team. Yeah. Just did not go Baylor's way. But Baylor's navigated some uh, some tough road trips early in the year. They went out to Oregon. They yeah. went uh, they followed that up with Nebraska. They also ended up in Indianapolis later in non-conference, uh, down to College Station for a game in, f- in front of 6,700 people. Nice. Um, so, yeah, they navigated it all pretty well. They already topped last year's win total in half of the season. Love it. Last year was a, a rough year. So they've, yeah. they've rebounded well. Um, they're scoring a lot more. They're a lot more fun to watch this year. Good. And uh, they feel like they've got an outside shot at making some noise in the Big 12. That's exciting. It's good to hear just with – coaching changes and she's got her girls here now. So she's ready to go. Exactly. Um, So who have been the standout performers for this team compared to last year? Uh, Last year, one of last year's top goal scorers, Ashley Merrill, she transferred in from DBU kind of came with uh, coach Leonard. She's, she's been blowing away the competition, honestly, like uh, seven goals, including a hat trick, uh, the fastest hat trick in Baylor soccer history the other night against uh, ACU. Um, but yeah, she's, she's just got a killer instinct for that. Uh, TCU transfer Tyler Isgrig is, is really, uh, getting a lot of assists. She's also got four goals and I think, I think it's six assists. So they're both up there for the points lead. You get uh, two points for a goal and one point for an assist in that, in those stats. Uh, so they're both up there. Those are probably the two top performers, but there, there are a lot of other names I could mention that are playing pretty well, uh, definitely at least compared to last year. Yeah, for real. Um, what are the strengths, would you say, of this team? Uh, they definitely have a lot of uh, depth up front. So they've got a lot of options they can throw out there. Now, how well they play in specific pairings, that gets a little little dicier. But um, 
They're also very, very fit. Like they, they do not get tired easily. They love soccer. They love the grind. Uh, that's coach, uh, coach Leonard's always harped on that. So it's just kind of a matter of keeping them from possibly like overworking themselves to yeah. stay, to stay match ready. Um, but that is something that's really good, especially down here in the heat in Texas, yeah. um, where they're just, they're always, they're always ready to go. They're rarely tired. Um, and they like to fight. Like not, yeah. not like fight, fight, but which nearly happened at the last game. I was gonna say but, soccer's <laughs> aggressive. I didn't play soccer for a reason. Yeah, there was a little shoving match at the last game, Eesh. but um, overall, I meant like they, they they play hard and and they're they're really passionate about it. So that's awesome. How do you feel like from being in state, out of state? Like Texas is hot. Do you feel like they're all match? Are they all Texas? Southern Heat girls, like I haven't, I don't know. They're not all uh, Texas. I'd say most of the rosters from Texas, okay. but they've all adapted well. Um, yeah. Like one of the transfers, uh, she's from Colorado, Natalie Botter. Um, she spent her first year at Ole Miss. Okay. And so like you get down to the South, you kind of get used to yeah. it. I feel like uh, for those that weren't, uh, they had, they had their summer workouts to get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Frankly, like even though the team's very young, uh, mm -hmm. they, I think they might have a total of like six upperclassmen out of thirty-one, wow. something like that. Wow, yeah, it, it's crazy. But um, they, they all, I think, have gotten down here, gotten acclimated. They're, they seem to have a great time with each other, Good. from what I can tell from the outside, from what they said. Yeah. Um, so I think they just enjoy being around each other, and that kind of feeds into how hard they work. Yeah, because I mean, they've had some games. I don't know if it's happened this year, but like heat advisories, it's yes. like, a, it's like a thing. There's a standard like above this temperature on the wet bulb thermometer, which takes into account humidity. Uh, they have to have hydration breaks in the middle of the half. Wow. Cause I remember talking to some girls of like, they were like, Oh yeah, we didn't finish the game today. Like cause of heat advisory. Oh, I was yeah. like, that was a crazy one. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I played indoor that sport was last for a year. reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yes. Yeah. It was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Girl Insane. on the away team like yeah. had to be thrown into an ice bath. Yeah, it's ugh, brutal. But she's all right, and everyone else seems to be all right. So, yeah, it, it's tough out there, but they play a lot of evening games right now. Later in the season, they'll play some, like, noon or 1 p.m. games, but that's when they're able to. That's awesome. Um, what have been the biggest question marks for this team this season? Uh, question marks, one of the big ones is kind of depth along the back line. Okay. They they've got a good set of starters in defense. The four the four main defenders they just they need to be able to rotate more bodies in to stay fresh. And I don't think there are defenders that coach sees at the same level as the starters. Like there might be just too much of a drop off. So she's really been relying on the same four four girls back there. And there have been a couple times where it's, you could see that it caused problems. Other than that, it's. There's always going to be the question of like, okay, so who's actually going to score the goals? And Ashley Merrill's done a great job. Tyler Isgrig's done a great job, but I think they still aren't where they want to be at in terms of how like their conversion rate, if you yeah. will. Um, so there are steps to be taken there. And then in the midfield, they've they've got they've got plenty of players, and I think it's just a matter of them meshing. So like they're they're little question marks at every level. Uh, I guess the broader ones would be like consistency. They just, yeah. they've had up and down performances. They've, they, in the last five games, it's been win, loss, win, loss, win. So mm. some of that's about the competition, but, yeah. uh, you know, they, they really truly feel like they can compete with anyone they step on the field with, including number six BYU here tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 
just to date this recording, but um, <laughs> they uh, they need to start putting in the same type of performances back to back to back to get to where they want to go. Yeah, for sure. It's all about building consistency. And I think our team's even working through it too of like, once you find what works, you got to make sure you can ride it all throughout season. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to watch them going into conference. Um, so what are the expectations going into conference this year for this team? From the outside, which is where I'm at, um, <laughs> the expectations really aren't too high. It's it's kind of more like just outperform last year. Like win win more than a couple conference games, yeah. make it to the Big 12 tournament. Because out of the 14 teams, only 10 make it to the Big 12 tournament in soccer. Okay. Um, so just finishing that top 10, I think that's the outside expectations. I think inside the building, from what I can gather, they would – be even more disappointed than us outside if they didn't make the Big 12 tournament. For they, sure. they, I get the feeling they think that they, and rightfully so, I think mm-hmm. um, they believe they can make some noise yeah. in the Big 12. They believe that they can push for a top half finish, yeah. like seventh or higher. They think that they can compete with the best in the conference. Um, it was tough with Texas. It was one of those, once that first goal went in, you could kind of just see it fall apart Mm. not that they're going to fall apart often sometimes you just need that learning experience they can go out there they could they could definitely go out there and get a result against BYU they just have to execute their game plan and come out with confidence um so overall I'd I'd say a top half finish is probably like solid expectations but just at least finishing in that top 10 yeah and I think it's definitely feasible for them I mean like especially under like Coaching staff, like, she's been here for a while. She's got her staff. They know her standards. They, they seem know. much more comfortable this yeah. year. The, the staff seems so much more comfortable this year. They got their feet under them. They, it's not not too much more comfortable than the spring, but you could see that drastic difference from last fall into this past spring where they just seemed settled. They seemed more comfortable. They they were getting their players in, yeah. and they – they knew kind of the ins and outs. They could start focusing on the, the more, more of the little things and stop yeah. like reacting necessarily. It gives the players even a chance to understand their role and know like, okay, what am I doing here? And what, how am I going to best support the team? So yeah, yeah it's been even in like, I'm friends with a couple of them and even in their conversations, they're like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, awesome. It's just such a better Oh, the, the vibe, the vibes have, it's been awesome to see. It's just, it's fun to go around that program right now. And I think they'll only start winning more, which means, honestly, it will only be more fun to yeah. go around. And it's a good environment out there at Betty Lou Mays Field. Like, yeah. it, it's a fun time as long as it's not too hot. They do they do some fun promotions. They've had a corgi race. They're about to have twin night. Um, so, yeah. Because they do have a couple twins. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hannah and Hallie Augustin, uh, a central defensive midfielder and a defense center back. Um who they're damn good for yeah. sophomores. Like <laughs> they came in, they played almost all all the games last year, and like they're they'll be a pair to watch as they as they just keep growing, keep getting better. Like they're they're good soccer players. They're fun to watch. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, what makes the team different from last year to this year? Last year was the start of a rebuild. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if people want to call it that. Uh, former coach Paul Jobson. Great guy, very successful. He and his wife, who was the head coach before him, uh, Marcy Jobson, they were very successful. They, Between the two coaching staffs, I don't know the exact years, but um, 
Like it was the same staff. Let's be real. Um, so they went on two elite eight runs. Yeah, they had success. Coach Leonard's style is so different that the roster truly did have to be turned over yeah. almost completely. Um, and that's not easy on the players on those yeah. rosters in, in that program. Um, but now that it's, it seems like they're through that, it seems mm-hmm. like they've got all coach Leonard players now who know how to play that style of play that yeah. is drastically different from, yeah. from uh, the former coach. So it, that that's, that's what the difference is, is that it, it's all those players, which just helps the vibe, helps the product on the field. They, they seem much more in sync this year, yeah. and I think they're having fun because of it. Yeah, and you can definitely tell just in the girls' actions teams. And, I mean, and it takes – it's hard when a coach comes into a new program yeah. in general. You know, I mean, you see it in football with, like, the transfer portal. Like, Colorado, State, uh, Colorado, like, a whole bunch of guys left when he first got there, you know, so. And you – on a certain level, you hurt for – like, from the outside, you hurt for the players oh, that sure. you know, like, they don't fit anymore, but mm. they're – they're like just trying to finish their senior year and like they don't want to transfer because yeah. they love the university, stuff yeah. like that. And I like I'm not privy to, to really any of that information about soccer and whatnot. But you could tell there were there were pains there last year yeah. that were probably along those lines. And everyone definitely tried to navigate them as best they could. And now I think that they've been navigated through people have found where they they want and need to be. Uh, I think the program's in a better spot for it. Good. That's awesome to hear. Um, yeah, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but the environment, like games are exciting. I think it's, I mean, not intensity wise, similar to. Have you ever been out to a game? I have. I've been to like two. It's hard when we're in season. I'm like, I can't go. But I think it's a good time. Like, there's yeah. a lot of, like, you can have noisemakers, but you can't really have that in volleyball, right? Yeah, yeah you, out can, there? you can have some noisemakers. <laughs> I, I, Really hope no one brings a Vuvuzela out because those those get on my nerves. But uh, yeah, it you can have a fun time out there. I know uh, Coach Leonard's trying to develop a bit of a student section. Actually, hey. uh, she mentioned they've got some guys that are like almost a, a dream team, a practice squad for them, Love like it. the women's basketball team have. Yeah. And so I think she's trying to get them to be the core of that. <laughs> but um, it, it's a really really good time out there. You have fun. I know. Like, they were giving away pizza at the last game yeah. to, to any students. So, like, go out there, get some free stuff, cheer on a fun team. Like, soccer, it, it, it's an easy game to get into, it I is. feel like. So, I, I would really recommend people come out. That's awesome. I know I, I know for volleyball, I don't know if this is, like, across the board, but I know we got a new fan engagement guy, and I can definitely tell a difference. Like, we have a student section. We've never really had a student section. Uh, soccer, it's awesome to hear they're having a student section. So, um yeah, that's all I got, but yeah. this is a blast. Yeah, I think it's great <laughs> to keep people up to date on these teams because yeah. uh, we know we've got a lot of diehard fans of all Baylor sports here on Second 365, and we want to, to help you all keep up to date with, with every team. We try to get as much coverage as we can. Sadly, we don't have enough volleyball coverage. <laughs> there are only so many people working so many hours for us, um, but – as, as we get later into these seasons, like volleyball, whenever they get into the tournament, we will have coverage of that. Yes, <laughs> we're good, people. Yes, we are good. Are, are top 25. <laughs> um, I chose randomly to cover the soccer team three years ago now, and I think the owners wish I had chosen volleyball. But either way, we want to keep you up to date on all the Baylor fall sports. So we hope you've enjoyed this little uh, soccer and volleyball update, the, w- the women's fall sport update here on Sick and 365. So thanks for tuning in. Yes, bye. <laughs>